You're listening to the Sweetwater Now News Show. Local news when you need it, how you need it. And now, today's hosts, Dave Aaronbell and Stephanie Thompson. Welcome to today's edition of the Sweetwater Now News Show podcast. It is Friday, April 2nd. Our podcast today is, of course, brought to you as always by Sonic Drive-In at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. March Madness is upon us. Well, I know we're in April, but the Final Four is coming up this weekend. And speaking of things that live up to the hype, Sonic is still featuring its mouth-watering mesquite butter bacon cheeseburger. The name says it all, a smoky twist on an all-time favorite. Get it today at Sonic Drive-In, service at the speed of sound. I'm Dave Arambella, along with my colleague Stephanie Thompson. And uh, Stephanie, we're going to kick off today's podcast with, I'm sure, what is on everybody's mind. And that was that horrific wreck that happened up on I-80 just off of exit 104 yes, uh, on Wednesday, actually. Yeah, um, residents, I, if they're like us, they're still talking about how the flames could basically be seen all over town. It didn't matter where you were at. You could just see the big black pillows of smoke coming mm-hmm. out of that fire. Um, the accident did occur, like Dave said, on Wednesday afternoon. Um, it involved a Volvo, Volvo rather, commercial truck. It was headed west on Interstate 80. And according to the Wyoming Highway Patrol, um, that vehicle crossed the median and entered into the eastbound lanes where it then collided head on with another um, Peterbilt commercial truck. Um, the collision, like we said, it created a large explosion. Uh, both of the commercial trucks then were engulfed in flames, and that's all according to the Wyoming Highway Patrol. Um, unfortunately and sadly, a 33-year-old Minnesota man did die at the scene of that crash. Um, according to the Wyoming Highway Patrol release, it stated that due to the extent of the damage, it's unknown whether or not um, that man was wearing a seatbelt at the time of the accident. The driver of the Volvo was a 25-year-old Colorado man. He was wearing his seatbelt, and he was treated at the scene of the crash for his injuries. Um, Interstate 80 was shut down for about three hours while they cleaned up and investigated that crash. Um, traffic was diverted through Rock Springs until I-80 could be reopened. Um, they are looking at driver fatigue and equipment failure on the part of the Colorado man as being investigated as potential contributing factors. Um, for all the details of this story and for photos and videos and everything else, visit sweetwaternow.com. Yeah, yesterday, um, I guess I'd rather Wednesday, um, our colleague Kaylee Hughes and I were out on a sales call and we saw the smoke. And so we were a, we were trying to get to a location where we could get photos and we went down by Cruel Jacks and couldn't quite see it from there. So we jumped up on the interstate and boy, I have never seen more crumpled metal and just shards of, of wreckage, uh, that bad kind of anywhere in Wyoming, to be honest with you, it was really a horrific scene and, um, glad that there was one survivor, but our thoughts go out to the family of the, of the man who passed away in that, in that tragic accident. And, uh, if there's any more to, to share with that, we will certainly get that information to you as well. We're going to turn our attention now to COVID-19 news. According to the latest information from the Wyoming Department of Health, Sweetwater County's 14-day rolling average positivity rate has increased just slightly. This change uh, takes Sweetwater County out of the green zone, according to indicators developed by the White House COVID-19 Task Force. The county is now in the yellow zone with a nearly 6% positivity rate. That means the county is considered to have a moderate positivity rate. The county does, however, remain in the red zone, which means it's considered to have a high transmission rate. Last week, the positivity rate was around 5%. 
Sweetwater County has 45 positive cases as of this podcast. Statewide, there were 20 COVID-19-related hospitalizations. None of those, however, reported in Sweetwater County. And next Monday, Sweetwater County public health officials will meet with local officials, um, business owners, industry leaders, and media representatives. And, of course, we will be there at that meeting uh, to see if there's any new information to pass along to you. All right, and I'll just uh, fill everybody in on a little bit um, of some vaccine information that's going on. So according to the latest vaccine allotment and distribution information that was just released on Thursday um, from the Wyoming Department of Health, Sweetwater County is scheduled to receive about 3,000 additional doses of the vaccine during April. Uh, The county will be receiving both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines at this time. I didn't see any um, Janssen vaccines on the schedule. However, that doesn't mean that it's not coming. I mean, those schedules go up and down and vary um, on doses and, and who's giving them to us. Um, On the state level, Wyoming has distributed around 140,000 first doses. This includes um, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines, and it's also administered around 98,000 second doses of those two vaccines. As for the Janssen one-dose vaccine, Wyoming has distributed around 5,500 doses at this time. Um, as for how many doses are going to be administered here locally, we're actually hoping to find out um, that information on Monday. Um, sometimes the Wyoming Department of Health statistics on that particular area aren't always the most accurate. And so we're mm-hmm. going to wait for Monday to get some better numbers for you for next week. Yeah, I actually went and got my vaccine this week because they had some extra doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine at Smith's. And I'm here to report that I got the shot, felt fine, and and now I feel a little bit more protected, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> well, we got some bad news to pass along. Even though there's some events that are uh, beginning to spring up and scheduled for the summer, so for example, Blues and Brews coming up in June, earlier in the week, the Flaming Gorge Days Committee did announce that it's going to postpone their event until next year. Um And uh, the decision was made due to the ongoing nature, of course, of the coronavirus pandemic. In a press release, the committee stated the decision was made with the highest regard for public health and the well-being of all sponsors, vendors, volunteers, and visitors. The committee has been carefully monitoring updates from the CDC, the state of Wyoming, as well as those from our local officials. And the committee also said that it would be irresponsible to hold an event where all appropriate safety measures could not be implemented. So the rescheduled date for the next Flaming Gorge Days event will be June 23rd through the 25th in the year 2022. Yeah, I guess we'll have something to look forward to a year from now <laughs> yeah. in June. Well, there are some some events popping up yeah. for the summer, so that's going to be good. That's they just always one of my favorites, Dave. I'm bummed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know I agree. It is important that we keep the doors open to our local businesses and at the same time keep our community safe. In order to do both, we ask you to join us in proven best practices against COVID-19. We have joined together to make current resources available so you can make the decisions that are best for you, your family, and your community. Don't forget, we are in this together. Brought to you by the Sweetwater Cares Coalition. Join us at SweetwaterCares.com. Sonic Drive-In puts its own spin on the distinct, slow-burn flavor of mesquite barbecue and sears rich, indulgent butter into the burger to create its newest menu item, the Mesquite Butter Bacon Cheeseburger. In addition to a dollop of smoky mesquite butter, this burger features a meat patty, 
barbecue sauce, bacon, two slices of cheese, lettuce, grilled onions, and pickles, all held together with a brioche bun. The Mesquite Butter Bacon Cheeseburger is only available at Sonic from now through March 28th. Get it for half price with your reward when ordering online or in the Sonic app. Hurry and grab yours while you can at your locally owned Sonic Drive-In, located at 97 Gateway Boulevard in Rock Springs. All right, so we'll move on to some football action here. Um, when Isaac Shane fee- Field rather steps into the football field, uh, the opposing teams, they know all too well, they have to try to figure out a way to stop him. And not only was that noticed at the 4A high school football level, it was also noticed on the national level. Um, it's no secret to... Um, anyone who knows Shane Field, he is a Rock Springs Tiger, and he is the go-to offensive weapon. Um, recently, Stadium Talk, a sports website reaching about 1.5 million viewers each month, named Shane Field as the best high school football player in Wyoming. That's awesome. Well, that is awesome. When the honors were announced, he didn't even know about it. I guess he was out fishing with his coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the news came to him as a surprise. Um, and speaking of his coach, Rock Springs High School head coach, Mark Lenhart, he became, um, when he did become the coach, Shane Field actually asked and approached him about being the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he does have a good arm. So it did um, kind of think that it would make sense. But Lenhart, he had other ideas for Shane Feld. He said he looked at Shane Feld. He was a freshman. He was already six feet, three inches tall at the time. And he thought, you know what? He'd be better as a tight end or a defensive end player. And was he right? In 2020 alone, Shane Field did more than your typical tight end. He recorded 610 receiving yards, 168 rushing yards, and 11 touchdowns on the season. His performance on the field earned him 2020 All-State and All-Conference selections, although he may Although we, he may be recognized as one of Wyoming's best, Shane Feld said there's still a lot that he hopes to prove, uh, approve upon, rather, specifically his blocking. When we sure wish him and the Tigers the best of luck next season, what an award and what a recognition. Yeah, and, and uh, actually a little bird told me that the University of Wyoming is taking a good hard look at him. And in fact, Coach uh, Craig Bowl down in Laramie uh, has kind of touted Isaac is is probably his top prospect within the state of Wyoming. I don't, I'm not sure if he's looking at kids from other schools, but I think that they would really like to land Isaac uh, when he graduates from high school. So we'll keep an eye on that one as well. And uh, speaking of local success stories, former Green River High School graduate Zach Kanaw has always had a love of art and storytelling. After he earned a bachelor degree in art from the University of Wyoming in 2014, he then moved to Los Angeles. Zach recently saw his education, hard work, and dedication pay off when he published his first graphic novel, Crow Heart Butte. The novel is set in the majestic backdrop of the Wind River Mountains in Fort Washakie, Wyoming. Zach describes the novel as both a horror story and a social commentary about life on the reservation. He said his father was the inspiration for the book and actually dedicated the book to Henry. 
Zach's father and grandfather have a Shoshone background, and he always had an interest in Native culture and history. While Crowar Butte examines a number of key issues facing Native Americans living on reservations, it's also it also has a horror and fantasy element built into the narrative. Zach spent all of his spare time writing, illustrating, and then self-publishing the book, and uh, it is available at his uh, website, which is zachkanaart.com. You can purchase it there. There's also a couple of copies at the Red White Buffalo in Green River, and he also told me that um, the University of Wyoming has purchased a number of copies in there, actually in their library there, so you can check that out. Um, you can see more of those illustrations from the novel by logging on to sweetwaternow.com, and of course, if that name sounds somewhat familiar, yes, Zach is the big brother of our own staff reporter, Olivia Kanan. She also said she's very proud of her big <laughs> brother for that. And uh, so check that out. It's, it's a really, the illustrations are great. The story is really good as well. And I recommend you taking, taking a look at that and maybe even purchasing one so we can help Zach uh, maybe make a little money on his graphic novel. Yeah, that sounds like a, a definitely one I need to put on my list of reads for sure. This weekend, um, Dave, they're going to have a few more Easter egg hunts going on, and they're all happening throughout Sweetwater County. So for all the details, times, locations, and everything else you need to know, visit our website, sweetwaternow.com, and look for that story. Um, also happening next week, we're going to have the Sweetwater County's commissioners. They're going to have their regularly scheduled meeting. It's going to be at 8.30 a.m. on Tuesday at the... Sweetwater County Courthouse, uh, that is open to the public. However, they are still streaming it live as well, um, just due to the spacing of that room. Um, the Green River and Rock Spring City Councils, they're also going to meet next Tuesday, but at 7 um, p.m. instead. They're going to be at their city halls. Also, those meetings will be live streamed, of course, and we'll be there covering them as well. Okay, Stephanie. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's uh, Sweetwater Now News Show podcast. Of course, we're brought to you always by Sonny Dryman at 97 Gateway Boulevard. If you haven't had a chance to check out their mesquite butter bacon cheeseburger, it is absolutely awesome. I've had a couple, and uh, that's got to be like right near the top of one of my favorite on their delicious menu. That name says it all, a smoky twist on an all-time favorite. Get it today at Sonic Drive-In, service at the speed of sound. Hey, everybody, it looks like, I don't want to jinx this, but it's supposed to be really nice this weekend. Maybe we've kind of turned the corner into spring. I don't know. Don't want to jump the gun too much, but should be great weather for those Easter egg hunts. So enjoy yourself this weekend, folks, and be careful out there. For Stephanie Thompson, I'm Dave Arenbell. Thanks for joining us this week on the Sweetwater Now News Show. If you'd like to be a part of the Local 307 Podcast Network, contact us through Sweetwater Now.